book of Acts is the book of the continuing Christ. What Christ began in the gospel records, he continues in the book of Acts. In the first part of Acts, chapters 1 through 7, we join the adventures of what the Holy Spirit was doing through the apostles in the early church. This work was primarily focused in Jerusalem. The second section of Acts, however, advances beyond Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria. In this section of our study, we see the power of the gospel on full display, changing the lives of those who hear it. Let's join Scott now as the adventure continues. Did you know that everybody that is famous on earth is not famous in heaven? And that in fact, some of the people that may be little known on earth may be the most rewarded in heaven someday. You see, the Lord's ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher. His perspective is higher. And in the the story of God's redemptive purpose, in the divine drama, there are some people that are really like supporting characters. They're not main characters in the sense that we think of them quickly and they're at the front all the time. Yet without them, the story would never be complete. The purpose would never be fulfilled. And we're introduced to one of those people in Acts chapter 9. And I think that's really interesting because Acts 9 is famously known for the Apostle Paul. This is Saul's experience with Christ on the road to Damascus, the conversion of the man who will become the Apostle Paul. It's a turning point. It is a spotlight chapter, and yet tucked into it, there is this record of a man named Ananias. Now, in our most recent studies, we have looked at the the experience that Saul had and the beginning of God's work in his life in Acts chapter number 9. We'll return to him. In fact, Most of the rest of the book is going to be taken up with the story of Paul's life, and most of the rest of your New Testament is going to be taken up with his writings. But for a moment, I want to pause, and I'd like to examine this man that is one of God's supporting characters. You see, some characters come onto the stage and they stay there, like Paul. Others seem to come and go. And yet, they are integral parts of what God is doing. And there actually are two of them in Acts 9. Not only is Ananias found in this chapter, Barnabas is also found here. We'll come back to that man later. Uh, But these men, though they are less prominent, are not less purposeful. God has a purpose for every life. Let's read a little of Ananias' story today. Acts chapter 9, verse number 10 says, And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. And a seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. This is so interesting to me. There are two other men in the New Testament that are also named Ananias. And what a contrast both of them are. One of them is Ananias the high priest. You find him recorded in Acts chapter number 23. And then the other is Ananias the husband of Sapphira. Do you remember that? He fell down dead. He kept back part. He lied to the Holy Spirit and led his wife to do the same. So what a contrast with this man who is not a religious leader and who is not an insincere man Uh, Instead, he's just a humble servant of Christ, and yet he is a, a man so wholly given to God 
that God could call him by name and he would listen. And God could give him this kind of an assignment and he would obey. Here's a man that's only mentioned once uh, in Scripture. Saul will later, Paul will later allude to him in his testimony. Uh, but this is the one record of his life. There's only one recorded contribution, and yet we're still talking about him. How old was he? We have no idea. And by the way, only God knows at what season your greatest work is going to be done. My pastor used to say, the prime of life is any time in life when you're in the center of God's will. So you don't know when the greatest work of your life is going to be accomplished. It's when you're closest to God, in tune to the Lord. Now, this was a man who was not uh, an apostle. This was a man who was not uh, some religious leader of sorts, as far as we know. And yet he's a human instrument uh, that without him, we would not be talking about Paul. Think about that just a moment. See, the work of God is not about stars. It's about servants. There's only one star in the story, and it's Jesus. Even Paul is not the star. Christ is the center of it all. And so here is a man that is just yielded to the Lord, and God uses him. Let me give you one truth about him today. Here's the first, all right? Ananias was found in God's place. I mean by that, the place of God's choosing. He didn't seek a place for himself. He didn't try to make a place for himself. He was just right where God wanted him to be. And this is so good. God used him right where he was. His only responsibility was to be ready. And could I say to you, our responsibility is just to be ready. That's what a servant does, to stand on ready, eyes on the Lord, waiting, willing, ready for whatever God wants. And he was in God's place spiritually. We know that because the Bible identifies him here as a disciple, uh, literally the same word used for the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, this is a man who is a learner, who is a follower. If you're going to lead others, you've got to learn to follow. If you're going to point others to the Lord, you better be close to him yourself. And so this is a man who spiritually was ready. Uh, let me just give you a thought. If you turn over a few pages to Acts chapter 22, uh, this is beautiful. Paul is giving his testimony. And in his testimony, he gives a little hint about Ananias. The Bible says in verse 11 of Acts 22, Paul said, When I could not see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of them that were with me, I came in, into Damascus, and one Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, having a good report of all the Jews which dwelt there, came unto me and stood and said unto me, Brother Saul, Receive thy sight, and the same hour I looked up upon him. So let's let Paul testify about him. He said this was a man who walked with God. He was a devout man. This was a man who had a good testimony with others. He had a good report of all. You see, our first job is not to be used. Our first job is to be usable. Our first job is not to, to go somewhere to say something, to do something. Our first job is simply to be right with God. And this man was. This was a man who was near enough to the Lord to hear his voice, tender enough to the Lord to respond, and obedient enough to the Lord to do exactly what God told him to do. One interesting footnote to this, you think Paul is going to be the apostle that God's going to give so much revelation and so much light to. I mean, exceeding all others. Uh, apart from perhaps John, who wrote the revelation of Jesus Christ. And yet at this moment, Ananias knew more about God's will than Saul did. 
Ananias knew more about the Lord than Saul did. Why? Because he's right with God. He's close to God. And then he was not only in God's place spiritually, he was in God's place geographically. He was at Damascus. Don't miss the point. God had him where he needed him to be. Maybe you're wondering if that little insignificant ordinary place today is where you're supposed to be. Friend, it's not insignificant if it's in the beautiful providence of God. Uh, Instead of looking for something, just be led. Be led by divine providence. Be led by divine appointment. If you want to fulfill your part in God's purpose, just be in God's will as far as you know it. It's not a change of location you need. It's a change of heart. Let your heart be in tune with God so much so that at the moment God needs a servant, he has one at hand. Ananias is God's great example to us of what a supporting character looks like, and not trying to draw attention to himself, but pointing everybody to Jesus. And it began with him simply being in the place of God's choosing for him. May that be true of all of us today. And I believe if you'll just be in the place of God's choosing right with the Lord, you will find that the adventure continues. What an encouragement to us today to remember the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel changed lives in the first century, and the gospel is still changing lives today. If you missed the first section of this study on The Adventure Continues, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, where you can access this study along with many other resources to encourage you in your walk with God. However you listen to this podcast, we are grateful for each of you. We hope you will continue to listen and also share it with others. From all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team, may God bless you and help you enjoy the journey.